Good morning, everybody. I hope you are all doing well. Welcome to Digging In with Naime. It's your girl, Naime. And I'm just super excited to be doing this this morning. I'm always super excited to be doing this because I understand that it is a great tool. It is a great um, experience, humbly, humbling experience. And like, I don't have to do this right? It could have been anyone else. And so I just, I'm grateful for the opportunity to always get on the mic. You know what I'm saying? My voice sounds very weird or maybe it doesn't to you, but it does to me because I'm a little nasally and it's early in the morning. And so my voice just is never quite prepared in the morning, but what's up? What's good? What's happening? Cool. I'm recording this Thursday morning. So I'm getting to this a little later than I would have liked to But unfortunately, I just did not make it a priority this week. I would love to say I was busy, but I'm trying to change the way I speak about the things I do. I was very productive this week, and this just took the back burner on that thing. This, while it was high on the priority list, there were other things that were just higher. So with that being said, uh, I'm reading Homegoing, which is a very interesting, interesting book. It follows um, a family and it follows this family in Ghana, uh, and this family is like, it's it's two, it's so it's one family, but they're split in two through um, a mother who ended up become like becoming a slave, and when I mean slave, I mean the slave in the idea of how you know slaves were in Africa, um, so not the slavery we know in America, but slaves. I mean, it's kind of the same thing, but more so of a, a, a young lady who ends up running from away from home and then is taken and then becomes, she was once Asante people, then comes Fonte people because she becomes like a household maid, I guess you can say, in Ghana. And so because of this, this woman created one line of Asante women, which is Ethia, and then another woman of Fonte women, Essie. And so these two who are sisters, Essie and Afia, who have no idea about each other, one, uh, Afia ends up becoming uh, married to a general. And this is now when the British came to colonize and Asante and Fonte people both made, um, both made deals with the British and they were end up stealing and, and selling uh, their own people and this is how what we begin to know as um, slavery and then it goes to America but anyway so Effia is ends up marrying a man from the British colony and, and she ends up becoming this important woman and has children and so on and so forth it shows the children of her line and just their royalty and what that looks like especially as lighter skin people um, they're not completely light skinned that you can tell that they're black, but they're just lighter skinned. And then Essie, who is then taken to America and sold into slavery and what her family line looks like as, um, they go from slave to free to so on and so forth. So it's just a really interesting book. It's very emotional. My emotions are up and down. Um, but it's so interesting and I'm really, really loving it. I don't necessarily have a quote from it, but I just wanted to share that. So it's called Homecoming. Uh, which is something I think you should definitely read. So that's kind of what I've been reading. I'll be done with the book probably today, depending on just how, you know, it works out today. 
but I wanted to take some time uh, to do just some self-reflection as it is the second to last day of the month. January is coming to an end, and what a better time to reflect than at the end of something before going into the new. Um, So I wanted to take time to reflect, but I also wanted to take time to reflect because a very noble, uh, gracious, hardworking man um, has passed, Kobe Bryant. This past Sunday, he passed away on doing something he's done a million times, flying on a helicopter to get somewhere uh, and unfortunately, there are 11 other, excuse me, altogether 11, so there are 10 other people with him who pass. Um, I'm not familiar with the names of the other people other than his daughter, Gia, Gianna. And I want to take time to, to acknowledge him and acknowledge his family and, and the loss that he has had on people all over the world. All over the world, people are uh, mourning him and, and celebrating his life. And so I want to acknowledge that. Um, I have never been a Kobe fan. I didn't hate the man, obviously. I don't know the man. (laughs) But I was never the biggest Kobe fan. But I can say that just from watching his games and his life, it's funny because I definitely watched more basketball as a child when he was playing than now as an adult. But while I was watching basketball, I I just remember always seeing his grin and just being like, this man is so arrogant. But... Now that I'm reflecting on his life and just my memories of him, I don't, I mean, yes, he was an arrogant man, but I also, he just was confident in what he did. He was confident in his ability, he was confident in his talent, he was confident in his work ethic. He worked so hard to be as good as he was. Um, and you can see that on and off the court. You can see that in his, in his mogul, in his business, in his, in his family, that he just worked hard. That he cared about the things he did. He worked for them. And I want that to be a lesson to us all. And I know everyone is saying this, right? Like like once death kind of comes, people really take some time to reflect. And again, the, the end of something, people like, ah, oh, they want to reflect and they want to see. And everyone's been talking about his work ethic. But more so not just his work ethic, but the love that he had for his sport. The full throttle and full esteem that he had for his work is something that I know I want to take in my work. I want to take in my gift. I want to take in my creating. I want to implement in this podcast. Y'all, this man worked hard. And he didn't care who was looking. He didn't care what they were saying. He worked. And he was the best at his craft because of how hard he worked. So it wasn't just talent. It was not just his talent, but it was his effort. And I think that's so important. We can't expect great relationships if we don't make effort. We can't expect to be great dancers if we don't make the effort. We can't expect to be the next be- next best poet without our effort. We can't expect these things without effort, without work, without consistency, without diligence. And I kind of spoke to this two podcast episodes ago. And then also on the Rooted Minds blog, the idea of being rooted. This man was rooted in his craft. He was fully rooted. He was fully planted. He worked hard uh, day and night. Now, I don't know what his schedule looked like, but I I can know with full assurance that this man worked hard at what he did. Um, And so I'll challenge us to think about that. Are we working hard in what we do? Are we answering the call that is on our lives? Are we coming 
to the table fully prepared to speak, fully prepared to to get to work. I know there's been times where I allowed my talent to just do the work for me. And that's cool, but like the the underlining realness of it is that I can't let my talents do all the work. There has to be work behind it. There has to be this push. There has to be this effort behind it. Um, there are a lot of times, especially before speaking, where I'll do like an outline, but then that's it. I'll just let my natural way of speaking go about and just be, you know, just do what it does. And that's cool. But again, that's just me relying on my talent. What happens when my talent fails me? Because that, 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 that's the reality, right? Kobe Bryant wasn't always on his game. Majority of the time, yes, this man was just dope. But like, like his body would fail him sometimes, or he was tired, or, or, or whatever the case may be. So his mentality had to push past that. And his mentality was only pushed to that limit and could surpass that limit when he trained it, when he put in the effort, when he put in the work, when he put in all that quality, all that quantity, right? And so again, are we putting in that into our craft, into our work, into the things that we do? Food for thought. Uh, so be, that was just one thing I'm thinking of. And with that being said, I wanted to take some time to just reflect on the month. I have a few questions that I want to go through. And I really ask that you take some time, um, whether it is that you want to write these things, you could pause it and write some stuff down, or you can just continue uh, to just reflect on this, you can come back to this episode, whatever it is that works for you. But these are just some questions I have for you um, that helps me reflect at the end of each month um, that I'm trying to implement throughout my day now as well, but hopefully it can just help you reflect on your month. So here are those questions. The first question is, um, what are your f- top five ac- achievements, accomplishments, whichever you want to call it? What are five things you did this month that you just feel good about? Just achievements that you know, like, I did this. Um, I was able to add to this. I was able to see this fruit come into fruition, whatever that may be. And I want to share just three of mine. Um, paying off my student loan. Yeah, I paid off my student loan. And I said this before, it wasn't a large loan. It was very small, but I just couldn't afford paying it. And so I put it off to the back burner. And finally, God blessed me enough to be able to pay it with a grant that I had. And so um, I just feel good about that. But even more so, I was only able to pay that off because of the grant I had, which is the work I put into Public Allies, which is also a blessing. Um. Another achievement that I had is my commitment to my finances. While I did not complete all my goals I wanted this month in regards to my finances, I was able to really stay um, disciplined within my finances. And I'm really excited about that. And that's achievement. And then the last achievement, achievement that I want to share is my birthday party. I had a party where I did a little storytelling and it was a murder mystery party. Um, and I wanted it to be like a full-on murder mystery where you went around the house and you found clues and all these different things. But unfortunately, it was just too much work that I just I didn't want to put into. And so I changed it a little bit. It was still a murder mystery party, but it, it changed a little bit differently. Um, but it just it was 
dope. It was so much fun. I enjoyed myself. I can honestly say that uh, and confidently say that everyone else who came enjoyed themselves. And so it was just a dope situation. So I appreciate that. That's an achievement that I will celebrate. Uh, the next thing, next question is, what did you learn this month? What did you learn this month? And it could be learn about yourself. It could be learn about the world. It could be a trade or skill that you learned. But what did you learn this month? The next question is, what were distractions, mental blocks, and fears that you noticed this month? What are the distractions, mental blocks, and fears that you noticed this month. The next question is, how did you make yourself feel good? So let me use I. How did I make myself feel good? What are things you did to feel good? Did you celebrate yourself? Did you eat healthy foods? Did you eat your favorite chips? Did you see your mom or your aunt? Or or what did you do to make yourself feel good? The next question is, who are people you learned from and who inspired you this month? So who are people you learned from and who inspired you this month? The next question is, what are the greatest insights that you have gained over the last month? So what are the greatest insights? What are things that you were able to see? What revelations came to you? What things were revealed? The next question, how do you feel about your progress this month? Did you make progress? Did you not? And how do you feel about it? The next question is, what obstacles or fears did I encounter inside myself? So obstacles and fears did I encounter inside myself? The next question, what did I learn from watching my emotional state? And what was the most common negative emotion? So again, what did I learn from watching my emotional state? And what was the most common negative emotion? So an example for me um, is that I spend a lot of time complaining, which I normally do. It's something I'm working on. But I complained so much this month that I found myself becoming very annoyed and irritated quickly because of how much I complained. So that's a negative emotion that I noticed. The next question is, what did, uh, excuse me, did I fully enjoy whatever I was doing this month? Was I here showing up? And how can I be more present? So did you enjoy the things you were doing and were you present? Was your mind running away from you or were you able to be in a moment and be there? The next few things to just reflect over are, are there any new habits you built? Um, What is one thing you're grateful for for this month overall? If you can just pick one thing, like my gratitude towards this was just, great um if you can right and this is a a sense of reflection reflect on how much you spent overall for the whole month right calculate all your expenses how much did you spend this entire month 
And then with that, where are some areas that you can cut back next month in February, right? So maybe you spent a lot more money eating out in the month of January. In what ways can you, maybe you don't need to eat out three times a week. Maybe it's just two or one or whatever that may look like. And then also, how much money did you save, if any? Did you save money? If you are working a full-time job and have benefits and have a 401k, have you matched your 401k for the month? Right? Because remember, if you have 401k, your employers will match with you. So if that match is like, let's say $500 and you put $500 in, they will also put $500. That's not just $500 you have, but now $1,000 added to your benefits your 401k and that might be a high amount i don't really know because i've never had a full-time job with benefits so uh, i'm not sure what they they stand on but but how much money did you save and then uh also how many how many hours of exercise did you get this month was this a slow month was this your focused month like what did that look like in exercise and then How much time did you spend with your family and friends? How much time did you see them or call them or serve them? How much time did you serve others? Right, Whether it be at a food bank or volunteering somewhere or just simply going to the grocery store for someone. How much time did you spend serving someone else other than yourself? And the last question is what did you pour into yourself this month? What was something that you did for yourself? How did you pour into yourself? So those are some questions that I challenge you to reflect on uh, and that hopefully those be good. I ask if you can share it on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you get the, my podcast, right? Because I post on all four of those platforms. But just share with me uh, some of your answers to your reflections. You can also DM me. Uh, but I, I want to hear. I want to hear about your reflections. So if you could share those with me, that'd be dope. Another thing I just really want you to take some time in thinking is how are you going to show up for yourself this month? How are you going to show up? I had, um, last weekend, I had a lock-in at my church for our youth. So a lock-in is where you have, um, where you stay like a 12-hour shift and you just stay up and you do activities and games and and different workshops and different things like that. And so from 7 p.m. until 7 a.m. that following Saturday, we stayed up. And I slept for about an hour and a half because we were watching a movie. And I couldn't watch a movie. I fell asleep. Which just sucks because it was a movie I really wanted to see. But I just was like, nah. Like, I already knew. Like, this, just, it, this ain't it. Like, I just knew I was going to fall asleep. So then I drove myself home. And I slept uh, about two hours. So altogether, I had maybe three hours and a half of sleep. Um, and then I had to wake up. And I had to be back at the church because I had a meeting that I needed to go to. Now, I remember when I got there, everyone was surprised. Everyone who knew about the lock-in, they were surprised and they were not expecting me to be there. Because obviously I was at the lock-in. And I'm not saying this to gloat. I wasn't saying this to get any recognition. I didn't do this to be like, oh, now I made it so special. Like, I did it um, because one thing I'm trying to work on, which I believe I've spoke on before, is that I want to be a woman of integrity. 
I want to be a woman of my word. And I made a word and, and, and a commitment to be somewhere at a certain time. And regardless of everything else I had around me, I wanted to meet that commitment. And so I went. Um, and yes, I was tired. But it felt good because I didn't complain. And again, I'm a complainer, <laughs> right? Like I like to complain. I like to hear myself complain. But I didn't complain about it because it was a choice I made. And it was a choice I was more than happy with. And so I'm, I'm saying this um, because I did that. I'm showing up for myself in a way uh, through easing back into everything my body's tired. I'm tired. And this month, I want to take things slow. Um, and I don't want to take it slow as Naime takes things slow. So I'm going to explain something real quick. I am working on a project, uh, working on a show uh, about loneliness and just what that looks like within human beings and what that looks like amongst human beings, right? So even though we're in community, what that looks like as someone saying they're lonely. And it's a show that I'm working on that I will be showcasing, God willing, in April. But I'll let y'all know more about that once I have details finalized. Um, but yesterday I met with the other uh, artists who are doing other things and, and we're all kind of rallying around this idea of loneliness because we received some some finances to do so. And someone began to explore the idea of going slow. The idea this person expressed was walking slow. And I am the type of person who rushes through everything. Even now, in my attempt to talk slowly, this is not very slow. <laughs> um, but this individual just began to express how he walked slow motion home. He was walking home and he walked literally in a slow motion type of movement. <laughs> And he expressed how he was kind of just sharing what he received from that. How he was able to see things just very differently. And it just struck me as like, oh my goodness, I've never thought of that. I've explored this idea of what does it mean to take things slow. In 2015, I, after I graduated from college, I went to Costa Rica um, and they have this whole thing of pura vida, right? Which is it's just basically like everything is everything, right? Just live life. Just just live life and everything is everything. Um, and they just were so calm and slow. Now, if you live in America, like that's just, that's not what it is, right? We have places to be. We have things we need. Like no one has time for this quote unquote slow, easy go loving life. And especially depending on where you live in America, right, in the United States of America, that also will contribute more or less to it, right? So if you're in California, depending on what part of California you're in, if you're closer to the beach, it may be slower, right? But if you're closer to the city, it may be quicker, right? It just really depends on where you are within the world, but then also your own understanding, your own cultural values. There's a lot of different parts to it. And I am just a fast type of person. Everything is urgency 
everything. Everything is important. And when this individual is just expressing the slowness about him and his walk and his activity in that moment, I felt convicted. Like, yo, I've never done this. And so I've challenged my February to be slow. February will be very different in general because it has 29 days instead of the 28, right? Which is probably because this year's a leap year, which makes sense. Um, but nonetheless, I just want to explore this radical idea of slowness. What does this look like? What does this feel like? How do I see the world? And so I'm going to try this for the month of February. But I'm going to try it starting today. So I'm not going to wait till February to start. I'm going to try today, uh, January 30th, 2020. And I'm going to end March 1st, 2020. And I want to come back and report to you what I've learned, what I've experienced But also, I'm hoping that it's something that I can implement into my life. Truly and fundamentally, that I can practice. So anyways, uh, that's all I have for you. I really do pray that you all just, you work hard today. And not just work hard as in like, just pushing um, past limits and, and like not just the idea of working hard right but working smart I pray that we all begin to work smarter because that's what Kobe did that's what reflection is right working smarter taking time to see the gaps and finding ways to fill the gaps and if you are a believer trusting that the Lord will fill the gaps and if you're not a believer then just fully believing um no Being open, just being open to what is to come. The Bible says, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open. And so I pray that you all begin to seek peace and joy. That you all begin to seek life. And not this life that we say is supposed to be, but that you begin to make a life for yourself. In Jesus' name, peace, y'all.